0: Hi, I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott. And this podcast is brought to you by Everything's, Everything's Coming, Coming Up Simpsons. Simpsons. Make sure to tune in on September 11th. We are talking about the episode Radio Bart with a special guest you may recognize. Hi, I'm Nancy Cartwright. And actually, I'm Bart Simpson. Who the hell are you? We're so excited. Oh, this, this is so good. This was one of our favorite episodes you have ever done. Mark your calendars. I don't know. You're probably already downloading it. What What is this life? Uh, September 11th, we are joined by, you already heard her, Nancy Cartwright. We're so excited. Please tune in. All right.
1: Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Last Rampage, the new true crime film starring Robert Patrick, Heather Graham, and Bruce Davison. And we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie.
0: Hi, my name is Heather Graham, and I'm playing Dorothy Tyson in the movie The Last Rampage. Last Rampage is a true story about uh, Gary Tyson and how his sons broke him out of prison and uh, it's a very dark story and Gary Tyson is not a good guy. I play his wife and I'm super loyal and devoted to him even though he's pretty much the worst person in the world
1: in theaters September 22nd and available for on-demand pre-order August 22nd. Find out more on Twitter by following at Last Rampage Film or on Facebook.com slash LastRampageFilm. Feral Audio.
2: Hello, welcome to the X-Files Files, I'm Kamel Nanjiani. Today we're talking about The Field Where I Died. And our guest is Ricky Carmona, your favorite. He's been on the show many times. Um, before we get started talking about the show, I just want to plug a couple things. Uh, follow me on Twitter, at N. And Silicon Valley, season two is on right now. So watch that, Sunday after Game of Thrones, 10 p.m. It's a great season, we've had four episodes already. Episode five is up next. Episode 5 is really, really funny, and then 6 and 7, they're all great, so uh, keep watching. It's sort of, you know, the first four episodes are sort of resetting the table, and then the next 6 are going to be... Moving the plot forward, so it 's been really funny, but you 'll see that it 's going to start getting like pretty fucking intense um, and uh, Amy Schumer inside Amy Schumer had an episode called uh, Twelve Angry Men inside Amy Schumer, which is a great name and it 's a really, really funny the whole episode is a parody of Twelve Angry Men. And it's 12 dudes in a room trying to decide if Amy Schumer is hard enough to be on TV. John Hawks is in it, Paul Giamatti's in it, Jeff Goldblum's in it, Chris Gethard. I mean, so many amazing, Vincent Kartheiser, who's Peter from Mad Men, um, I'm in it. And it's, uh, it's just really, 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 it's, it's really fucking good. I'm in it not very much, but I would be recommending this. Um, Even if I wasn't in it at all So please welcome Ricky Carmona What up? So we're talking about The Field Where I died. Now this is a <laughs> special episode Because when Glenn Morgan was on The writer of the episode, him and James Wong wrote it But was he sitting in this chair here? He was I not went, What? I, he didn't come to my house oh, He oh, was oh, at the okay. s- studio Alright, right. valid he, Now I feel like I can have people over yeah. Like somebody, like you could come whenever But if it's somebody that I need to kind of impress Yeah you know? Uh Now it feels like it's sort of ready, this wall is still a little empty, but what's up on that wall is index cards From this episode.
3: Professional.
2: Uh, Professional shit. Professional shit. Actually, I just bought him and put him in. Cut my (laughs) finger, cut my finger open, bled all over. Look at that. Real nightmare. (laughs) Uh, But Glenn Morgan gave me those. So I've been sort of waiting to watch this episode. I've been like excited to watch this episode because I know the index cards. I sort of remember the episode from before. And I know that this is an episode that was very important to him because he sort of wrote it for his wife, who I met. I met... Kristen, who plays Melissa in the That's episode. his wife. That right. I did not know. He wrote it for her because it's like about their love. And what I read was he had gone through a bad divorce. Ah. And so this was his way of being. And then she came and then everything was better. So he was like, oh, it's this sort of connection, restarting your life, that kind of thing. Even though in this, it's more explicit and it's more like a,
3: a past lives thing. Yeah. But it's a thing of restarting your life. Um, that's great. I, I skimmed through the Wikipedia just really quick. Yeah. So I just saw, like, he wrote the, this role for her. She was on uh, Space Above and Beyond. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's cool. They're just, like, trying to, like, promote their shit out there. I had no, no idea about, like, the whole, like, oh, no, he was in love with her. And he yeah. wanted to like, <laughs> Yeah. And I met oh, her.
2: No, that's very commendable.
3: Yeah. No, it's
2: very commendable. <laughs> romantic, you might say. Well, he... And it is a very romantic episode. Absolutely. It's, it's a very, very different episode from... Uh, most other x episodes. Yeah. Starting with the cold open where it's just... Op- the cold open in the last scene are exactly the same. Yeah. And it's him reading... It's a Robert Browning poem that okay. I looked up. Uh, and he's reading that. And the cold open, like... Usually there's a monster that kills things. Somebody dies. Something crazy happens. There's just Mulder in the field being being sad. Yeah.
3: I That cold open... Two, two thoughts came to my head. Uh, first off, that opening shot... Uh, I was like, oh man, X Files is like kind of cinematic now. Yeah. Because it's like a long tracking shot, like over this field. And before, I would think X Files was cool because, like, <laughs> oh, look this show has that cool special effect in there. Yeah. And now this time, I was just like, just by the camera movement, I was like, look at X Files, season five. They're like yeah. on some shit now. Oh, uh, season four. Yeah. season four, right, I'm sorry, right, season right. four. Uh, And then the other thing was I could tell by it starting off. I was like, this isn't how this episode starts. We're in like some kind of weird time jump. Right. And and I'm watching. I'm in the middle of watching Daredevil right now. And I just watched an episode where I could tell right away. I was like, I don't think this is the the real beginning of this episode. I think at one point we're going to loop back to where this moment is. Now, I don't know if the X-Files was doing it at that point there, but it was just like I tell, like, oh, this isn't how the show usually starts. Yeah. It's very cool. Yeah, and
2: it really is. It starts at the end. And what's also cool is that the whole you know, it, it there's like a real, there's like a sadness to this whole episode. Mm-hmm. There's like an inevitability. Yeah. It's the, the 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 good people that they're trying to save. Mulder and Scully. They're not great FBI agents, but in this one, <laughs> they really fully fail. Yeah. Everybody dies, yeah. including Melissa, yeah. who is sort of, in this episode, like they're soulmates and they've been together in past lives. The interesting thing about this episode, I think it's like really sad
3: and it's really sweet and uh, the music is really good in it. I, th- I noticed like... Did you? I don't, I don't think I remember. I noticed the music. Other than like, oh yeah, this is like X-Files music. What Does the- it have like a specific... Thing to it yeah it felt more cinematic
2: it felt different from other episodes and that I'm sure there's you know the usual stuff that X-Files has yeah but I feel like Mark Snow did something different with this one in that it's there's like a theme that plays that I haven't heard in the other X-Files huh. episodes and most other X-Files episodes the music just sort of repeats he takes from other it's past station he's gonna yeah. do 24 hours a year that's a lot but in this one it feels like it's just the music is sadder yeah and even the music adds to this sense of like inevitability that she's going to die. The big thing about this episode is, I you know, whenever there's an episode where if they go and find something crazy, that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. When something crazy finds them, when you find out that there's something supernatural about them, it's harder to believe, right? Yeah. Like like that Skinner has... You remember what Skinner has that... What's it called? It's not a harpy. What's that fucking... That he's got like some sort of demon thing.
3: Oh damn, that's right. Is that a, that's? A, have they gotten to that one yet? In yeah, the, in the series, just,
2: just did that one.
3: Yeah. Oh, at the beginning, I said I was going to try and like watch along with the show, but I have not. So every time something happens, I'm like, Yeah, oh shit, where where are we at right now? That's happened. Who, that has happened. Yeah. Okay. So in this right.
2: one, the big thing you have to buy is not that Mulder is. It makes sense to me that Mulder would believe that he's had these past lives, mm-hmm. but the idea that, that it might be real, yeah. that's sort of a big buy. you got to yes. sort of buy, like, that's a big thing, that there's past lives and that Mulder and this woman have had it. But if you buy that, I feel like it's
3: a really sweet, sad, good episode. Yes, absolutely. and And I think that's a tough sell, especially... When you first see it happen in the episode with uh, is it Melissa? I want to make sure I get Melissa. Melissa, when she's you know they're talking to her and then all of a sudden (laughs) she becomes like the the, kind of like the old man, like uh, yeah. It's such like an extreme thing so quick that you're like whoa, what the heck is going on right now? And yeah, yeah, you're right. I think that's like an that's like an audience thing in general in movies. I think it's harder for us to believe split personality. You know, sure. I, like, Primal Fear, it works in Primal Fear. That the, the, You've seen that, yeah? Well, it's a fake. Uh, yes. But, like, the, the, just the way it, like, revealing it all the way at the end, I think is easier for us to go, oh, okay. Yeah. As opposed to, we're just going to throw it at you right away. Well, it's interesting. We really got to take that leap with them. Yeah, you, you got to take that leap with them. And
2: uh, Claudia or Doherty, I don't know if you know her. She's an Australian community. She was on the last episode. and. One of the last episodes also had a multiple diso- disorder, personality disorder thing. Dissociative personality disorder is what it's called. What I like is that that happens and you're like, okay, that's a big crazy leap. But Mulder and Scully actually talk about it. Yeah. Where they're like, does this exist? Does this not exist? So they actually end up Mulder, um, References the DSM-4, which is, cause Emily's a therapist, I know DSM is like, do you know what that is? Uh-uh. It's the scientific book of American, like, uh, disorders that are accepted as disorders. So at, some, at one time, like, being gay was a disorder, what? You know? Yeah. So, and then, um, being, uh, uh aut- autism was added to it not too long ago. So it's this, like, where they, like, every few years, they put out, like, alright, cause, cause, you know, it's not like, if you got cancer, there's a test, you got cancer. Yeah. With brain stuff, with like these disorders, it's more of you look at the symptoms and you got to, it's more, it's harder to do. Yeah. So this is the book that's like, these are the accepted disorders. All right. So the fact that there's... Was talk-
3: Reefer Madness ever... <laughs>
2: you know, it might have been. It might have been. You know there was it? some crazy shit that was in there. That's Yeah. Funny. But yeah. I think that's what it, you know, as we like understand human nature and what's acceptable, what's not acceptable as we do that, yeah. you know, we're sort of, this is the book that sort of... Catalogs our journey yeah. through that so like being gay got taken out of it not too long ago
3: yeah. you know I do want to see that volume one of that book Where's like, oh, oh yeah, my god people who were right left hand yeah right 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 <laughs> my neighbor Craig yeah. he's a
2: full monster being a witch yeah. yeah that's in
3: there you know if you put
2: them in the water they die they weren't the a witch yeah. we yeah. have to test them that's mm. how we know yeah if they <laughs> flout they're not dead then you gotta burn them because they're a witch
3: exactly
2: <laughs> basically if you're going into the test just kill the person just, just, yeah you don't even have to put that away put but that away. I think that multiple personality thing it's a tough it's like it has and so quickly and it's jarring, but I think that that actress really commits to it. Yeah. Kristen Cloak Morgan is her name, Jen mm. Morgan. She really commits to it and there's a bunch of different like uh, personalities that mm-hmm. she has to do. And one of the ways that they sort of keep that reality real is that it's not a very funny episode. Most X-Files I've been watching, like, there's always quips, I can only count one. Where she says I wouldn't, ch- uh, Scully says I wouldn't change anything about our time together, uh-huh. well, except for the fluke, man. That's very funny. Yeah, yeah. And that's very funny. But that's pretty much the only gag in this episode. So you have to sort of create this reality. Yeah. Um. And I think it helps that she's really good in it, and Mulder, David Duchovny, is really good in it he's too. He's great in it. When 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 he's doing the past regression and he's crying. Yeah. There's a lot of long monologues in this episode where it's just a close up and people just doing these long, intense, emotional monologues. Yeah.
3: I liked the uh, the, uh, the other gag I caught. I did like the the fluke worm thing. That was very funny. Yeah. But there's a moment where it's uh, it's at the end, and they're all like uh, in the room with what's his name, Ephesian. Ephesian. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like showing everybody, and I think they all have their little cups. And then it's, like, this low angle, and it's uh, it's Melissa. But you can tell it's Melissa as, like, the Oh,
2: yeah, she's that other part.
3: <laughs> and that she's that other character. Yeah I, just, yeah, I was like, that's funny. Yeah, you know, <laughs> she's like, just, like, she's being like, here we go again. <laughs> like, that made me laugh. I thought that was uh, yeah. pretty great. But, yeah, it, and I think it's, there. there is, like, this somber tone to the whole show. And it goes back to... It, there's this inevitability throughout it. Yeah. Usually there's days where it's like, "Oh man, I would love to work at the X-Files." When they're like off chasing aliens and all that. Yeah. But to this episode, felt like it's like oh that awful Tuesday. Oh we have to go in and do what. Oh these people are gonna all kill themselves. Yeah. Oh and they hate us. Oh and it's over religion. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. And Skinner is like no bullshit. He's just like get get there now. Do this. Yeah. You know what I mean he even like stands a certain way where you can tell like I don't want to hear anything. Don't talk back to me. Yeah. Here are the orders. Yeah. Don't tell me what Mulder's thinking. Just tell him what he has to go. Just to.
2: fucking make sure these people don't die.
3: <laughs> you,
2: yeah. You know they're gonna die from the beginning because Mulder and Melissa can't be together Yeah, and um, there's a uh, the one thing I thought that was missing in this episode because they're supposed to be these soulmates and the idea there's a bunch of great ideas what I really like is this idea that these characters in different these people in different uh, sort of uh, reincarnations have all been revolving around each other so like Scully was his sergeant or lieutenant or whatever and that Mulder and Melissa are sort of meant to be, but also not meant to be that they're gonna fall in love and they're gonna break apart again, you know So so I think that's very compelling. That's a great idea. Absolutely. What what I really wanted was one scene of Melissa and Mulder Really having a moment together. Yeah, where she lets her guard down because she sort of wants to go back to the cult the a moment where she's herself not another one of our personalities as herself lets her guard down and her and Mulder connect in this life. Yeah. Clearly a choice was made to not do that so that they connect. She connects as that old, older southern lady to him mm-hmm. and that's a very powerful moment but I wanted one where she sees something in him as herself yeah. as the cult woman and then still chooses not to do it.
3: I, it seemed like they were kind of heading to that when one of uh, I believe, I think Melissa says, I want to believe. Yeah. Which is like the classic front right. line. Right. And I was like, ooh. Yeah. And I, th- the, I think the moment might've happened where they do create this idea to you like, oh, wait, we've all might know each other in yeah. past lives somehow. So I was like, oh, maybe this is now. Yeah. This is when you're finally meeting, but it doesn't, you can tell, like, it just kind of z- is glanced over a little bit. Yeah, because he sees the connection. Yeah, but she, but she, but she does not. She does not. Yeah, I know that this episode was twenty minutes
2: long, so they had to cut a lot of stuff out. It's a big, tough. Like this episode, I think makes a great movie. Not even an X Files movie. Just like a movie about FBI people and this happening, past life stuff happening. When I was a kid, I loved past life stuff.
3: Yeah. It's very similar to. I mean, that's part of the concept built around Cloud Atlas. Yes! Which, I thought of Cloud Atlas right? watching this. You know, it's it's Cloud Atlas and regardless of what you want to think about the ending to Lost, but it's what you find out is one of the big reveals in Lost is like, well actually these are all kind of like different, whether you want to call them their souls or their spirits, whoever these people are, but somehow they're all connected Yeah, they end up here and then they eventually will move on yeah. to this one place. This feels like, this is a stop for Mulder and Scully and, uh, and Melissa and If it moves on, they will probably meet again. Yeah, and I think
2: the one big thing about it is that it's such a big idea. It's such a big episode. It's very big. It's very complicated. A lot of stuff going on. And they pull it off. I think it's really good. I really think I would love to see the 20-minute longer version of it. Because this one is so big and sad and kind of profound, it's like, I bet the next week feels weird to go from this to just chasing a monster. Oh, for sure. So I think that aspect of it's weird. What I do like about it is that the X-Files, it shows how elastic the premise of the X-Files is, and that you can really... It could support so many different kinds of shows, right? Oh, it yeah. It could support, like, a romantic, culty one like this, but also one where they're just chasing a monster or, like, a funny one. Like, yeah. And this really stretches it.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's it's episodic in nature. But that, I, I do wonder, I'm sure you know what the next episode is. I would guess that they would have to put something to, like, hook people back in. Like, I don't... some kind of, like, an alien one or, like... Because, yeah, if you're, if, you're, if you're not on board with this one, you'd be like, Ugh, what's well, what are you Well, and I think doing? this is
2: interesting. I think everybody, like us, because uh, you had this reaction where you remembered not liking not it. Not being crazy about it, yeah. But
3: you, now you liked it. I watched it, and I was like, hey, this is actually old. Well, this is really good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I
2: don't remember this one so well. For some reason, I keep thinking of Field Trip, which is the one where the or ingesting the mushrooms I mistake and it's all like in their head. <laughs> yeah yeah so I remember this one a little bit but I read the AV Club review and that guy had the same reaction where when you was a kid he didn't like it and then you watch it as a grown up and you like it and I think it's Partially, because when you're a kid, you just want to see aliens and monsters and shit. Yeah. And this is sort of a more meditative... This is an adult episode. It really is. Yeah. It really is. So I could see why if you're like 14 watching this, you're like, I don't want to see two people (laughs) fall in love. It's also a tough one in that at this point, the fandom, a big chunk of it really wants Mulder and Scully to get together. So I didn't read the message boards for this, Mm -hmm. but I bet a lot of people were upset that Mulder has a connection to
3: someone else Ah. and not Scully. I'm, I'm, I'm usually wasn't too crazy about like an episode that is about Mulder and maybe he had like you know like he ha- maybe he has a girl you find out about Mulder's life outside the bureau. Sure. Like, no, no, no. But for this one, the fact that he might have had a relationship, but a relationship in a past life. Yeah. Like okay, yeah, I can see Mulder doing that. That's much more believable to me yeah. than Mulder being like, oh no, I have a date on Friday. Yeah. You know, like I, th- that, I just can't wrap my brain around. I mean, the but one... Him believing that he was with someone X hundred years ago. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm on board with that. That's, yeah. It just fits in that world. In, in that know? sort
2: of magical world. Yeah. Right? It's more magic than science in this one. But X-Thos totally has magic in it. Yeah. Because the, the thing is, I was thinking, I was like, is there a way to make sense of this so that it's... It's Mulder, that it's not real, the past life. But the one thing that for sure happens is that Mulder can name who he was and who she was. Mm -hmm. And Scully goes and looks up. I think Scully's journey is interesting in this because she starts off very skeptical. And that makes sense with how it's going. There's one specific moment where Mulder is under hypnosis as one of his past lives. And she goes, uh, where is, do you see a bunker? And to me, that was the first time where Scully's a little like, okay, I'm buying into this a little bit. Yeah. Then she goes and she looks at the old ledgers. I always love stuff. I hate now that you can just Google it in movies. Yeah. I like going like fucking looking through mic- microfiche. I was gonna and, say like, microfiches. Yeah, great. fucking that's scrolling through like old yeah old newspapers. That was a great. That yeah. was a great time. <laughs> and I like that she looks at these old ledgers and she just sees like handwritten. Yeah, that's how used to be. People just write down like these are <laughs> the
3: people that live in this village. Yeah. Oh shit, dude, that's a that and that's there's a fucking great scene in uh, in seven. And uh, the dude who plays Ephesian is one of the guys in 7. Oh, really? Yeah, in 7, there's that great sequence where, yeah, they're, like, trying to find out about Dante's Inferno. And, like, Brad Pitt is, like, at home going through stuff. And Morgan Freeman's in the library. And there's like, a yeah. classical music playing. Uh, but then later on, when they're getting close to the killer, they uh, they interview the guy who has, like, the thing strapped on to him. The weird knife strap on. Remember that scene? Yeah, I know that guy. That Well, the other guy that they interview the that- is the guy who owns the club. Oh Where that all goes down Cause that guy That guy, guy is Ephesian That guy with the knife dildo I He's see great I see in a lot of stuff Yeah 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 He's like a solid ca- a Character actor That guy shows in a ton of stuff Yeah yeah. This guy is As soon as he showed up I was like You're the dude from Seven Yeah you know, the guy, Sometimes they come in here With all kinds of briefcases Oh that Yeah What yeah. a creepy, <laughs> Yeah I know yeah, Which thing. is
2: I gotta see Seven again I haven't seen that movie In a long oh, time Oh dude Classic Classic Uh I the, the, um th- that guy didn't look familiar to me. I was like, oh, this guy's good, but I haven't seen really right. much stuff. I wonder if there was one meeting where they were like, hey Mulder, when you do the past lives? Can you, can you do like you do like an accent? And yes. like no, thank you. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do. <laughs> I'm kind
3: of glad he didn't go accent. I'm glad, yeah. Right? It's tough. Mulder, his or I should say David Duchovny. There's something about his style of acting, and I don't mean this like an insult. But there's just it's like very dry. Yeah. It's very like straight it just It's straightforward. It do, yeah, it doesn't seem like he's doing a lot. Which is yeah. But he is doing something. Because then when when I saw him doing like the past life stuff, he would just do like these little changes, yeah. just show like a little bit of emotion. Yeah. And I took it as like, God damn, Mulder can fucking act. Yeah.
1: And this it, is great.
2: As the series goes, both him and Scully definitely uh you could see them becoming be- better actors. Yeah. And you see that Mulder is, like, sort of dry delivery, that there's a lot to it. Yeah. And you're right, especially when he, like, outwardly shows emotion like that. It really makes sense. The thing that I that makes sense to me about Mulder believing the cult thing is because you know Mulder wants to be wants to believe in conspiracy he wants to believe that his sister is abducted that he's some that he's part of some big crazy thing that's happening and I think ultimately that's just about you wanting your life to be important and meaningful and Mm -hmm. magical and special absolutely and I think the idea of him having past lives really makes sense to me where he is trying to find some meaning in his life yeah that's what his quest for the truth is and it really ties into you know the fact that he uh, uh he would think that he's part of some special
3: past life oh space. for sure I mean there's a, I don't know if he has the ego to believe that he's like the chosen one or that he has it but there definitely is like a destiny aspect to it. Sure, my sister's been taken, so it is my goal to find her somehow right I been, you know I'm the one who needs to do this, yeah, I keep running into other people who else it has happened to yeah so clearly, something is leading me towards this. So him believe like him believing that there's past lives. I think that just there, well, there's another piece to the puzzle. Oh yeah, there he's you like,
2: go. oh yeah. Wait, as soon as he's he like hears my past life, he's like, oh yeah, that's it.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's she, what it is. Scully passes him the one note, and yeah. right away he's like, I uh, know, okay, Scully, it's past life syndrome, yeah, or or whatever he calls it. Yeah,
2: <laughs> she's like, what. <laughs> That is the crazy thing to jump
3: Yeah, to. it wasn't like a back and
2: forth, just right away, all caps. Yeah. This is what's happening, Scully. I did learn, being a cult leader, fucking great gig. <laughs> <laughs> you have all these super attractive women that you're hooking up with all the time. There's a part where, where, where she's like, uh, talks about when she's one of the characters, she's playing a past life and mm-hmm. the kid. And, uh, she's like, he made him take his pants off. And I was like, oh no. And he's like, and he spanked him. I was like, okay, good. <laughs> oh, I mean, he thought that's it was terrible. Going. Ah, yes. But it's good. And then when he says you're trash, he makes him sleep in the trash after beating him up. That's fucking brutal. Yeah. I don't know if I can handle the, the, that. That seems like a tough Being a gig. cult leader? Oh man. I'm not hitting kids and I'm not like committing mass suicide. I just got like an interesting way of looking at the world. <laughs> Part of that involves just having sex with a lot of different.
3: No, the, the, that's that's that, that. There is a plus side to it, no doubt. But like having all these weapons in case people come and want to take your weapons. Well, that's crazy. That, yeah, that's I'm not. I don't. I don't like that. that. I don't. I, I don't want that. Don't, it's a positive
2: that. cult. Yeah. Really, I guess it's less of a cult and more of just like a sex family. That, actually, or a sex fantasy it's family. Oh, I'm sorry. We're just like a sex family. <laughs> We just have sex with each other. and Oh, man. And I when don't... the kids... If we have kids, we're not trying to have kids. No, It's no. best if we don't bring kids we into this. We should not bring kids into this. Yeah. Oh. If we have a kid, we give the kid up for adoption. <laughs> the, the kids shouldn't be raised in this environment. That's not what this is about. Not at all. Not at all. We're using condoms. <laughs> we're all having sex. This is the cult. Uh, we're not in the holy water, these condoms are... Yes, yes I mean, if you want that to be part of it, great, <laughs> great. Or well, if you wanted to be vegan, sure, that can be part sure, of it. Sure, I'm not saying it has to be, but you know, we're playing video games, we're having sex. <laughs> You're a very cool cult leader. Yeah,
3: no, it's great. <laughs> it sounds it's awesome. It's a great cult. Oh man,
2: did you watch uh, Kimi Schmidt? I have not watched Kimmy Schmidt yet. It's great. Yeah? And it's about a girl who escapes from a cult. Right, 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 right. And uh, it's really, really... I I think it's really good. And there's 30
3: rocks. You know, Tina Fey and Robert Carlock who created 30 rocks. It's great. Quick jokes. Quick jokes. Yeah, I saw one scene from it, and I was like, I could watch this show. Her and what's the, the the black dude who's on the show yeah his name's like Titus I think okay they're at some restaurant yeah and the girl comes up to him and or before like the waitress comes over he's like we need to act like this like this and like yeah, that yeah 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 <laughs> says, just like one of the punk signs is like Beyonce I think yeah. she said something in French and she goes Beyonce yeah and I was like I'm in on this show yeah
2: no it's 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 a big crazy fun funny very 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 funny show
3: that, it, it's, that's funny that you say it's, it's like 30 Rock that show is very much like Choke, 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 choke. Fire
2: him out. What's great about Kimmy Schmidt? It's like choke, 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 choke. But it's also there's a. It's very dark because it's this girl who's been in a fucking underground cult for a long, long time, Mm -hmm. and they just hint at the darkness. Okay. Like at one point, there's a guy that she sort of starts seeing, and the guy at one point like comes up behind her and like puts his hand over her eyes, like a guess who? Mm -hmm. And she fucking freaks out, and she's like, "Don't ever do that." (laughs) It's like, oh, my God, what happened to her, you know? So there's, like, crazy dark shit that they hint at. Yeah. And there's a big, like, trial at the end about the cult leader. That's what the season builds up to. And it really gets pretty dark and heavy and it's really but it's, it's really really funny the entire
3: time. Alright I'll have to knock that out.
2: I'll the, knock that out. Yeah it's great. So, so the, sort of the framing device for this episode what they're trying to do is they're trying to find where the guns are. That's like the mystery that they're trying to solve and they're trying to use this woman's like past lives or one of her other personalities to get to it. So so and there's the ticking clock where they have like 15 hours. So there's a lot of like stuff that they have to lay up in front where it's like we gotta get guns. We have this much time. And then the story that unfolds really isn't about that. Cause they can't, they don't find the guns. Right. The story is about like these sort of past lives thing. Yeah. I thought it was cool. The,
3: uh, did you, did you notice or, or what did you think of? I don't think there's ever a time where Scully tries to trip up Mulder about the past life thing or like Melissa about the past life thing. Like, uh, oh yeah, well, ask her. Ask her this question. See, oh, she's crazy. What uh, I tell you? yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, I really like that that doesn't <laughs> happen. Because I was like, that's how much trust Scully has in Mulder now. Yeah. And when it's, when it's a show like that, where it's been on for four seasons, it's always fun. We just get like those nice little gifts of like, oh, yeah, I've been with these characters these, this long. Yeah. It's cool to see like, yeah, she wouldn't do that because they've already these, this many things has happened between them. That would be like a waste of time. So she yeah. doesn't think like Mulder. She's like Mulder. Here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna prove you wrong. Yeah. And she's like Mulder. This is the route we're. You sure this is the route yeah. we're gonna go? All right. We'll fucking. We'll go for it. Yeah. I, I just, I just really liked it a that when she had her chance to be like, all right, Mulder, we're going to put you through this uh, past life thing. It was never to be like, all right, now ask him this. See, Mulder, it doesn't work. Yeah. It was just, I don't know. That was just a right nice little. Just a little something I caught. I was like, that's dope.
2: Yeah. Like, there's a part where Mulder is very, very... He's sad. He's crying. And he's clearly devastated about this. And Scully, even though at that point, doesn't fully believe him. She isn't like, come on, get off it. She's still like... Because the reality is, even if you don't believe that your friend... Even if you don't believe what your friend believes, the truth of the situation right then is that your friend is fucking devastated. Yeah. Like, that part, the emotional part of it is true. And she deals with it logically, but also... With compassion yeah. for him. I, th- I thought, yeah, uh, that's a good point. Uh, that was, that was uh, really uh, well handled. Yeah, I wrote down DSM-4. Pretty impressive, I wrote. <laughs> Just sort of patting myself on the back.
3: <laughs> oh,
2: we haven't talked about this. Watch it again. Mulder's having a fucking great hair episode. They both
3: are having solid hair. Yeah. Solid oh, hair.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah. They're like, it really has hit a Absolutely. <laughs> Their Their hair person really their relationship to the stride
3: but also they've got the right hair people on. like this is like the peak I think of their oh, hair that is you, it, 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 uh, however many writers that you've, you've gotten on the show I think at one point you should get like one of the get one of the hairstylists on this oh, show yeah. and talk to them about like season where you were season one yeah. and what happened in like season four and five when it just yeah. took off I didn't, didn't <laughs> Scully's hair right now is, is on point but the last time I was here I, I know I said some shit about, like, Scully, her hair. I haven't seen you in a while, Scully, but it's starting to happen. Yeah. It's starting to happen, girl. Yeah, yeah, no, oh, it's happening.
2: Man. Yeah, they're both peacocking. They're on yeah. fire. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. That, that's like Entertainment Weekly cover hair right there. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, and
2: they are on the cover. And they this are on the cover. You're goddamn right. It's like, it's like you know, they got to start, and they're like, listen, the show's getting big. We got to fucking figure this out. Yeah, heck yeah. The oh, basics. Yeah. Whenever I work on anything I always ask the hair and makeup people like hey who's the worst person <laughs> Can you tell me some stories about shitty people yeah because people who are assholes will still be nice to the director nice to the other actors yeah they can still be dicks to people that they think that they can be dicks to. So oh, it's yeah. always the hair and makeup people always have the best stories. <laughs>
1: they're
3: like fucking this guy.
1: I'm not, gonna,
3: I'm not gonna say any names because well, I don't want to get will, in trouble. The mic turns off. I have several questions for you. Well,
2: because, <laughs> and I've heard the same person being dissed by multiple different people. So what? I'm like, okay, so now for sure, then when I tell you who it is, you're not gonna be surprised. At all. <laughs> it's not gonna be surprising. Oh, this is great.
3: Uh, yeah, um, I like. Also, too, uh, I mean, we're talking about the hair, but another thing I noticed, too, uh, uh, for like technically the lighting this time around when they're speaking in shadows, uh, like specifically when Mulder and and Scully are having a conversation and it's a scene where where it ends with her being like, "But the fluke worm, I could have done with that. The lighting in that, again, it just season one, season two. Mm You could see that they didn't have a lot to work with and they were doing their best yeah. with what they had. and they were doing great. Yeah, absolutely. This one, they got money now. Oh, yeah, the show's ahead. And it and it, it's showing on... It shows on screen. Like, the lighting in that, I was like, man, the shadows in this are... Yeah. Just, like, it, it's... It's a moody show, and it
2: should look like this. And it's a moody episode of a moody show because yep. it is about, at heart, something romantic and sad, which is like you're going to meet sort of the same people that you've met before, and you're going to have the same relationships with them. You're going to make the same mistakes. Samantha's always going to be gone. You're always going to fall in love with this woman, and you're going to, like, break apart. And because it is such a high concept thing, I think that shadow and mood and the music really has to establish the reality Uh, And it really has to like Work with the story Because uh, Melissa With this multiple Personalities and stuff That can come off Really goofy If the lighting isn't right Absolutely I was One of my favorite movies Is Hellboy I fucking love that movie I was watching Behind the scenes of it And there's a shot of Hellboy Like of Ron Perlman As Hellboy Just smoking a cigarette Like out there's no lighting and I'm like oh this looks like shit <laughs> it looks so goofy yeah and the lighting works so hard like if you see have you seen like Dark Knight one of the best movies yeah ever yeah great one of the best superhero movies ever at the I very least it's okay
3: you don't like it <laughs> you, I, I, I think it's very 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 good all right Anyway So I so, so the, We're so not gonna the, get into a whole no, thing No 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 I, I don't even mean like I don't even mean like You're crazy for thinking it's that good I just mean like Man I wish I was I wish I loved it as much as that I, I love it Yeah
2: but the, what I'm saying is, if you see, because before that movie came out, some pictures were leaked that people had leaked, like, you know, of them on set. Mm-hmm. And you see the Batman costume, you're like, oh, it looks like shit. But in the movie, you buy it. Oh, Because the sure. lighting is right. Yeah, absolutely. The lighting has to create that reality. Like, it released a new Suicide Squad picture. Yeah. And people had all sorts of reaction to it. And I was like, well, I don't think the lighting is really, it just looks too glossy. Yeah. It looks like the kind of, I was like, I don't know. I, I, I don't have an opinion on this yet I think some of it looks cool, I think some of it doesn't look as cool I think what is It looks too glossy Like, in the movie it's gonna feel different
3: Yeah, that's, that's why I don't judge Like, I don't even get excited anymore When they're like, here's a picture of so-and-so In the suit it's not, it's, it's not gonna mean anything until I see him moving In it, uh, in the movie Yeah, You know, because it's just when they were doing Spider Man, just like you said, they had a picture of him on set, yeah, and people were like, "Can you believe it doesn't have this? Can you believe it doesn't have that? Why is it doing this?" Yeah, then you see it in the movie, and everybody's like, "Man, the fucking Spider Man suit looks great, doesn't yeah. it?" Yes, because that's how it's supposed to look. What they show you, whether it's a cast picture or anything, yeah, that's 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 just to get you excited. That that that, that, that doesn't really. Do the suit justice Or what they want to do justice Yeah And I think that (laughs) That's exactly what the
2: X-Files is really good at Having that lighting Creates a reality Where you can believe That a guy can stretch himself Through uh, vents, And he he needs to eat livers To survive And you can believe that You know Someone needs to eat cancer To survive And that there's an alien conspiracy And that You know That these characters Have had these past lives Where they sort of Go through the same sort of Patterns over and over Yeah The uh, I think I think Yeah uh, the the lighting and the music really, really, you know, sort of make sense with this. Um, yeah, Rodan Wilder wants to be part of something bigger. He wants to have uh, past lives. And you know what must be really hard? I was thinking hypnosis scenes are must be really hard to act because you have to be really emotional. But you also have to be really detached in those scenes. Those scenes must be so hard to act. Oh, you, dude. Oh, yeah. Because it's... it's not like you're looking at someone and
3: crying. You're You're like in a different world but you're still emotional and still crying it's gonna be so hard yeah that's one of those where like the listening that has to be happening during that like on both ends from whoever you're like you're doing the scene with (laughs) and you yourself doing the scene yeah because I would think like alright I'm so and so acting uh, and we're doing a scene together I have to make sure that my reaction isn't like, all right, here's how I, the actor, would react. Right now, this character that I play, yeah. the character that I'm playing within that character, yeah. what would he do? like You just have to do like this double oh, layer so of thinking. Oh, so hard. Yeah. And it has to be that fast, yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't look like you're doing that. Oh, no, man. I
2: think you do all that preparation, and then the moment you're there, I don't know. yeah The other thing that I just thought of that I hadn't realized is that the, the structure of the episode, the fact that it starts with the end, again, really plays into the inevitability of Of these characters are gonna die and that they've died in past lives so you start with the end and then you go through it it really adds it it really speaks again to I hadn't even thought of it the cyclical nature of The structure of the episode speaks to the cyclical nature of everybody's past lives and living the same thing over and over. And that that, that, this is what's going to happen at the end. Now you're going to see how we get there. Over and over and over. This is what's going to happen. This is how we get there. This is what's going to happen. This is how we get there. I feel like I just realized the structure of the episode really works with the theme of it. How
3: did they get away with this shit? (laughs) How did they get get away with it? I I think only
2: a show that's either really unpopular or really popular can get away with it. Yeah. And at this point, at this point, it's deep it's it's show, right? This is close to the height of the x yeah, so yeah, yeah. And they're doing, now they're like, it's cool where sometimes things get really popular and you're like, we don't want to disturb it. These guys are like, we're really popular. Let's do whatever the fuck we want.
3: Yeah. That's a, when she says uh, the fluke worm as well, I also wondered, like, man, is the show that good right now? Like that hot? that they can reference something 2 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. and do they call it that in that initial episode? Or was that her being like, you know, it was that her, it just that just seemed like said like they yeah, Dude, was 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 uh, was the director like, no, we can say the name of that fucking episode. We can say what the name of that creature was, the I, way people in the real world call it. Yeah, you maybe. Know? I think that's what you call it on the action figure, but I don't think that's what they were know, calling yeah, I, it. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember them saying that in the episode. I just felt, no. That just was That's just a very nice. Yeah, it's like <laughs> listen,
2: it's been two years. Let's just call it. <laughs> we're gonna have shorthand for all these episodes of our, <laughs> of our lives that we've had. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, I thought that was good, and I think a lot of these one-offs don't always connect to the other one-offs, and I think that was a good, like, way to, like, connect it to a very traditional X-Files episode, because this is a very untraditional, non-traditional X-Files episode, and calling back to that, I think, really works in connecting this to that kind of thing. Like, yeah. we're all in the, it's the same reality. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Oh, the... the uh, I really like the moment uh, that Scully is given... She kind of has, like, a real vulnerable moment. Same thing where she... Just the way she tells uh, Melissa... Uh, well, I don't know how I would feel. She says something along the Like, I don't know how I would feel about uh, having, like, multiple, hus- like, m- multiple, uh, multiple children uh, through... With the same... With the same man. Uh, yeah. And this is already after she, uh, Scully was pregnant on the show. Like, yeah. the character... The character of Scully was pregnant. Um,
2: does she have
3: a baby? I don't... We don't know yet. Okay. Sorry if you need to. <laughs> oh. It's fine. No, 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 no. If you need, if you need to go back. Uh, like... I will say that they have talked a
2: lot about Scully because Home was just before this, and mm-hmm. she talks about wanting kids and stuff. So okay. her being a mom or wanting to be a mom has been a thing that's been coming up. It's been more coming and up more. Now. Yeah. Okay.
3: There was a point where that was not a thing with Scully. No, it is now. Scully was like. This is this is what I do. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a federal agent. Yeah. And I didn't think it was ever like. And I I never thought like, oh yeah, Scully, I can see you having kids. At one point, I was like, she's going to be an F- FBI agent for the rest of her life. Yeah. So her like saying that, I was uh-huh. like, well, look at you, Scully, having that, that like maternal. Yeah. Kind of, you don't see Scully have a maternal instinct. Awesome. Right? I mean, or I I, I I had not for a while. So to like to yeah. see that so, and not like subtle, blatant like that. Yeah. I was like, okay.
2: All right, this yeah. is, uh... in the episode Home which the same guys wrote which is the one with the Peacock family there's that weird fucked up moment where the mom, who's this, who has no limbs and has oh, been Jesus. fucking her children for Jesus. a long time, tells her what it means to be a mother, and it's kind of this like deep moment where she's like, "You don't know what it's like to have kids," yeah. and you, Scully, like it hits Scully where she's like, "I don't know what yeah. it's like," but I, but I, but I, I feel like I want to know because they sort of they talk about that. Her and Walter talk about it in that episode, so it's interesting that because that moment I didn't notice it, but you're right. Clearly, Glenn Morgan James Wong who write these, this is an aspect of Scully that they want to explore. Yeah, that just,
3: that's, like I said, for, for, for jumping around to the episodes, that was one that really stood out. Like, oh, okay, this is where this is where she's at now.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the Kool-Aid thing is a pretty direct reference to um, the, 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 the cult stuff. What's interesting is, so I have these index cards, and on this they don't have the character names yet. And um, the the bad guy's name is oh, Koresh. Yeah, it says Koresh over there. So clearly, they were you know in the nineties there was a lot of this cult shit happening.
3: Well, they didn't. Uh, wow. So they thought maybe they were gonna use that name there as Koresh. No, or they I, were like, no, we're, he's.
2: I think it was like sometimes when I like when I write, I'll use the names of the people that they're based on, and ah- change, I'll yeah. change the name later. Yeah. Yeah. So Kristen, who's what's the name of the actress? It says Kristen on those cards, but later they change it to Melissa. Yeah. It's which is Scully's sister's name. And I read something somewhere that at some point they were toying around with the idea of having Scully's sister be Mulder's love interest. Oh, really? Yeah, which mm. is weird. And then they get rid of her and she was a very attractive woman. <laughs> <laughs>
3: and I miss her every day. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, uh, the... Yeah, it's, it's based on... Uh, yeah, the, the crushing... It's weird, it's, it's weird to watch that. It's weird watching that now. All right, there's a room where a mass suicide just happened or a lot of people are dying right away. And back then we, we could see that in, you know, when the news would show it, you know, you know, we have the breaking news. Yeah. Here's this fucking compound that's down. Happened, there's people. down. Yeah. There's people in there. And you would go, oh, wow, man, that's crazy. Uh, I don't know what else ever ever see that again. And now, it's the internet. And you can just look things up like that. Yeah. It's like, when that happened at the end, uh, and you see it go down, my brain is so fucked up. I was like, "Mm, it probably didn't go down like that. (laughs) I bet you I could look it up and see what something like that would really go down. Oh, yeah. Like like that shock that the X-Files could have of like, we're going to show you this thing that you don't usually see on TV. Yeah. Now, it was like, nah, you know what? You probably probably went a little different than that yeah you know yeah we're I did a, not feel proud of that feeling I mean, we're I was in a not cynical we're that. in a cynical age but there is a, there's a very creepy moment where Mulder is like trying to like get to the room and oh it's so sad it man. could have been him opening the door but I took it as like no maybe that person was still trying to hold on oh. somebody like slumps over oh and it good. might have been like him pushing the door open but I also was like, man, that's that's fucked up. Like, if there are people who are like, oh no, everybody else is dying and I'm still here. Oh, oh yeah, that's a down. tough moment oh, where like man. everybody's dead. I'm not dead yet, yeah. but oh, I'm gonna die. Yeah, but it's gonna happen.
2: Clearly, the poison was very successful. <laughs> you know that big bottle that said poison on it? That should. It was the skull and crossbones. <laughs> yeah, that worked. That, that worked. There's a great little exchange that Melissa and Mulder do have in the I want to believe thing i guess i guess this is more of a connection than i thought where she's sort of talking about you know you do the same things and i'm i, I just want this life to be over she says something like that when she wants to die and Mulder says no life is pointless and i thought that was interesting because It's the idea that you make the same mistakes over and over. So to her, she's like, well, what the fuck is the point of this life? I'm just gonna kill myself, come back and do it again. I I wanna start the next one. And more to say, no life is pointless. It's very optimistic because he's like, well, maybe we do the same things and make the same mistakes over and over, but you still gotta try. Absolutely. And I think that really speaks to Mulder's quest for the truth. Where in some ways he knows I'm not gonna blow this whole thing open. I'm never gonna find out really the truth, but I still gotta try. I mean, yeah. you know, it's it, going against the current thing that Mulder is really, really sort of known for. That's a big part of his uh, character. Oh yeah, dude.
3: I mean, he's like he's it's, it's the noble it's yeah it's that no- noble thing that he has, which yeah. which I think which I am. I am not a fan of the, that opposite way of thinking of, uh, yeah. Why are we doing this? Yeah. For, for what? Yeah. You know, I'm I'm only doing this because who gives a shit? Yeah. I, I I also find it hard to believe that people who say, people who say that, like, really? Because then why even leave your house? Yeah. Except just, there's nothing wrong with accepting there could be something more to this. Yeah. And I don't mean like in a fucking spiritual sense. I just mean in like. Hey, no, maybe it's maybe it's not all for nothing. Maybe it isn't all shit. There's a reason, whatever that reason is to you. It's okay to go off that. It's not like there's some big prize at the end.
2: No, no, totally. I mean, it's all you know. Even if you think uh, you don't believe in spirituality or a god, and we're just on this fucking you know, we just evolved from things that we just happen to have iPads now. Even then, we've created meaning. We've created society. We've Absolutely. created relationships. And just because we made it doesn't mean it doesn't have real meaning.
3: Yeah. We, oh, yeah. I mean, of course. Yeah. It, it, it's. I. Guess that. That is always. I have a friend who is. He's very much in this. I don't know if it's because shit that he's reading or what, but he's very much into this. And nothing means anything. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Let's just go about our business and get to the end. Like no, it's it's. That's not how it should work. You could also be like, okay,
2: nothing means anything. So I can kind of do whatever I want. That can be freeing in a, in a good way. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
3: It just, yeah, that, that, it, it adds to this tortured soul. That 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 line that he has, it's, yeah, I mean, it's like, because you know, oh, yeah, I mean, it's probably not going to work out for him older, I mean, yeah. just because of what, yeah. the way this episode is being presented. But fucking it, you need somebody you in that try. moment, yeah, to, to say that.
2: Yeah. Uh, for and you to cheer for It's really, really sad when he's there and he's just slightly late and she dies. It's just, it's just oh, yeah. really, really sad. Yeah. And it's much sadder that he thought he could save her and he didn't. And, you know, and, you, and, and I him. love
3: the, uh, because it is just kind of like, nope, it's, <laughs> they're not going to win. I love the she wakes up. You go, oh, she didn't take it. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Oh, good for you, girl. Oh, no. No. no he's he's right there. He yeah. knew you were going to do that. Yeah. He's like, hey, I got an extra. <laughs> oh, guess what I Did brought. I
2: miscount? Cause <laughs> Cause I, have, I have an extra one. This is so weird. What, yeah. <laughs> oh, And she knows great. she shouldn't do it and she fucking does it. Yeah. Because it's not like she's bought in. She clearly at that point is having second thoughts yeah oh for sure but that's sort of i think you know the the mistake that they've made before where one of them dies when they didn't need to die maybe
3: yeah and do you do you believe i mean i never i didn't think when Mulder was running there like oh he's gonna make it there in time no i was like i knew yeah yeah because the episode starts with
2: him looking at the old pictures yeah and he's sad you know how it's gonna end yeah
3: the field where i died
2: (laughs) yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, Yeah.
3: I was I didn't know she was going to die. And I mean, just that quick. I didn't know if she was gonna die. But I was definitely like, whoever, whatever they're there for, that group is either all going to jail now. I also didn't remember how the episode ended. No, I I was like, Oh, nice. You took that fucking leap. Yeah. That episode very well could have ended with them all being locked up. They find yeah. the guns, everybody gets put off in handcuffs. Yeah. Station, you know, truck, police trucks take them all away. Yeah. They were like, "No, this this is how this one is going to end." So I thought that was pretty Yeah, pretty
2: no, it's got to right? be the, the saddest ending of an episode ever because right? so many people die. Yeah, so many cool people lot, die. A lot. Um anything else you want to
3: say about this episode? Uh the way she says Bunka Melissa, like oh. she says, Bunka. Who? B-U-N-K-A. Melissa? Yeah, yeah, when they're okay. uh, When she's like uh, speaking in a past life. Is okay, great. Bunka. Bunka. <laughs> Bunka is great. God damn, her, that. <laughs> I did laugh a lot. You don't laugh a lot through this episode. Yeah. But where her was <laughs> well, in, in the room, she's just other, like smoking. Other character, yeah. Oh, god damn, that is, uh, that's great. Uh. I liked all that. I said, Cloud Atlas is dope. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. It's just a good, very, very, very different X-Files
3: episode. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I think, uh, I think I got all, all, all my shit out. All right. I, well, I, I dug it very well. Very good. Uh, what do you want to plug? Uh, what do I want to plug? Uh, listen, I have a podcast, an action sci-fi movie podcast. With uh Rhea Butcher, she's been on your show. If Cameron has has Cameron been on the show? Or oh, she? No, she's not into the show. She, I was gonna say she she doesn't like scary shit. She
2: doesn't. Yeah, it's not her show.
3: Uh, but I uh, I'm a regular, I'm I'm one of the hosts on that, or a panelist, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, listen to that. People, uh, when I've been on your show, people tweet at me saying that they've enjoyed having me on here and that they've started listening to Man Pow. Shout out to y'all who do that. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, I'm going on tour this summer. It's tour uh, Threesis, myself and uh, two other writers from uh, Touch oh, show that I uh, work on. That'll be happening in the in July to the East Coast. East Coast people.
2: Oh, that's great. I'll
3: see you in July. Uh, yeah, uh, do good shit, everybody. To each other. <laughs> do good shit. Just do good shit. Just <laughs> do, do good shit to each other. Be cool. Be yeah, cool. Be cool. Give <laughs> a shit. Um, uh, I already
2: said the stuff I had to promote, Silicon Valley, Inside Amy Schumer, that episode of 12 Angry Men. Um, and I'm going to try and stay regular with this podcast, um, but I might miss a couple weeks. I'm out of town next week, so I'm going to try and have one next week, which is going to be Sanguinarium. I'm going to try and do two episodes an episode when I can, but I might not be able to. Mm. So just know that it, it might be a little more sporadic this summer. Uh, but I'm 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 gonna try and do the best I can and. Um,
3: Are they, they, they? I saw that they were gonna take Exiles off Netflix. Are they not gonna take it no. off? No, it's staying on there. No, it's staying. Did you on. have something to do with it? I don't think so. Oh, I was no, really no, no, hoping no. it was, dude. I think it
2: was one of those things where um, I think it was one of those where it was just a period was expiring. Okay. And they had re-upped, but it hadn't like gotten into the system yet ah, or you. something. I don't know. It just was like they're not gonna take it off because now they're making new episodes. This is when it should be on. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening.
1: Feral Audio. want to tell you guys about a really cool thing that Randy and I have been working on, and Dan's been involved in this in, as well. Yes, uh, we're building a fort. We yeah. are building a fort. <laughs> in now, in some ways, we kind of are. A comedy fort of One sorts. One of my favorite things that I see on social media is when someone posts a text chain between them and their mom, or mm-hmm. them and a funny or friend. Or two comedians. Two comedians, and you get to see the interaction back and forth, which is so fun. At times, there are text chains that we are on, the three of us, that oh, are yeah. the funniest things ever that only the three of us get to see. So we had the idea it with a couple other people wouldn't it be great to allow people to be a fly on the wall of these conversations that happen between funny friends of ours and funny people just back and forth to us it would be really fun and so that is sort of the germ of the idea of a special app called Banter and we want you guys to try it and check it out all you got to do is sign up for it. It's free. You find it in the app store. It's called Banter, B-A-N-T-E-R. Uh, get the app. It's free. And we want you guys to check it out and just pick conversations that are between two people. And it the conversations play out in real time. And you get to hear it. It's curated. So nobody's going to be embarrassed. Right. It's the best stuff. But again, if you have a couple of minutes, you're sitting on the toilet, you're waiting for a train, you're hanging out. So when, you, when you want something, because I so many times this happens to me where I want uh, just a quick blast, a of, quick something blast of something funny. And Twitter doesn't give it to me. I want to see this conversation happening between two really funny people and just get a laugh. We all need that in our day. So in order to do that, check out Banter and just download the app and uh, let us know what you think about it.